0: Welcome to Hair Uncut. I'm your host, Kelly Gorsuch. This is a podcast dedicated to looking at the hair trade from a top flight perspective. Follow along while we explore it through open and honest discussion. Welcome back here on Cuddies. Just excited to get back to it here. Um, haven't, haven't talked out loud in a couple of weeks. I've, I've been grinded with my head down. I got some side projects. Uh, obviously the pandemic kind of put us all in a different position and you know, I, I got walloped. I got taken out to the woodshed during this pandemic and, uh, I, I got the spanking. Um, but i'm really excited about being able to reorganize and take a look at my life for the last half of it since um since i know that working until i'm uh, 6 feet under is probably in the cards for me um like i don't think that there's i i don't think with my brain um with the way that it's constantly working um even when i'm on vacation it's totally annoying but um i don't give my chance Myself a chance to rest. I don't. I don't give my my brain a chance to shut down. Um, So I just basically know that I'll be working until I'm dead. And trying to figure out what that second part of life looks like is a big piece of what I got going on um, going forward. Um, In the meantime, you know, like I'm here for. Uh I'm here for the industry and I'm really uh you know, I'm super stoked about my salon in Richmond's like really picking up the the barbershop in DC is uh is getting busy again. Um those guys are such badasses with the Hell's Bottom crew. Um you know, shout out to them just for like fucking working through this pandemic. My God, if you're a hairdresser right now and you're listening or if whatever, but I don't give a fuck who you are. Like if you made it through this pandemic without losing your mind, without becoming a Karen online and like judging other people and shouting at other people about every decision they make in your life, pat yourself on the back because I appreciate you. And I think the world should appreciate you. <laughs> um, you know, I, I think that this, uh, you know, anytime you're in times of high stress, it really brings out the type of person that you are. Um and I think that shines through. And I think um, it's never probably been more evident in the history of humankind than it has right now. So shout out. I'm watching a lot of you guys, like people online really caring, really putting forward um, their best foot. And um, and it's not easy because you put yourself out there in today's world. Some jackass who never like built anything, never created a job is going to come out of the woodwork to shit on you. Um, you know, it's kind of strange to be like, uh, you know, what, what I, what my buddies would call a try hard in today's world. If you're trying to do anything special and you're trying to trying to make something for yourself, you know, there's just so many people out there that are just willing to like rip up, rip you apart for doing that. And I I don't like it. It's not a, it's not something I want to do. Even the people that I compete against, I want them to win. Um, you know, like will am I competing to beat the shit out of them? Yes, I am, yes, I am a hundred percent. do I have a competition inside of me that is probably unhealthy? Yes, I do, but at the same time, I don't ever want to see anybody lose and uh and man, this pandemic was really difficult to swallow for me, um, so I'm glad we're coming out of that. I'm glad we're seeing the light at the end of the tunnel uh I'm I'm really stoked about all the interviews I do and shout out to those guys for like coming on and like putting themselves out there. That is not easy to do. Um, Just talking out loud. I mean, I'm telling you like you get on this mic and you know, people are going to listen and then like all of a sudden it's writer's block for days. You know, you can have like the most polished gem of like talking points ever and you get on this sucker and it's just like, you know, staring into a blank wall and oblivion. Um. So shout out to them for putting themselves out there um, and trying to help others, you know, like if that's never easy. And even if it, even if it's like, you know, th- there's always going to be someone that's like, yeah, they're just trying to get famous, like whatever. I mean, most of the people <laughs> I interviewed were famous, but you know, it, it, they're not, even if you got into it for a little bit of that, right? Like. If you're being honest about it, like even if you got into it for a little bit of that, at least you help some people along the way. I, I I choose to like really um respect them for that piece. Um, getting on to today's subject, uh, like what I want to do is reach out to me. If you want to talk about something, reach out to me. I want to talk about specific things. I don't really want to talk about how you got into the industry, that you did your Barbie's hair. Like I'm not interested in that. I've heard this story like a billion times. That's how we all got into the industry. Like, let's move on. Um, what I'd really like to talk about is is the inner workings of of the business or business in general and the industry. That's kind of why I did this podcast. Um, it was fun to kind of do the interviews. And obviously, I want to do more of that. But I want to talk about specific subjects. So if you have something you want to chat about, something you're passionate about, hit me up and um, and, you know, uh, you know, throw, throw me like a little, uh, pitch and, um, and we'll see where it goes. Uh, I, I'm a pretty, I'm a pretty simple guy. So I want to, I want to talk about the industry in a different way. Um, one of the things that I think is really important about what we do every day in this business is decision-making. I think that's one of the, that's one of the things that is the great separator. If you look at like any business in it, Anything in life, right? It's really a series of good decision making. You're not always going to hit. You don't have to always hit. I mean, this is where where I feel like people get so bogged down and get that analysis paralysis. Uh, you you don't have to be right every single time, but you do have to make a decision, right? And that decision has to be based on a lot of stuff. So, the whole port, of, whole uh, point of decision making for me is like, okay. I have a question about what I want to do um, then I have to figure out okay how are people gonna to react to that you know is it is it viable do I have the money to to put that into practice and like see it through right like sometimes it's really difficult for people to understand um, how to how to make a decision um, from a, from like an employee standpoint. You know, you're always like, oh, why didn't my boss do this? Why didn't he do this? Why don't, they, why don't they just do that? And it's like, yeah, you're only taking yourself into account, right? It's like when you're a boss, you don't get to just come in and like make decisions based on a single human being, right? Like we have to take every single thing into account. Not only do we have to take every single person in the business into account, we also have to take in, okay, does that, does that decision make sense right now? Does it make sense five years from now? Does it make sense 10 years from now? Does it make sense two months from now, right? And that's something that like most people, when they come in and they like uh, hit me up in the office and they're like, I have this idea, right? And I'm like, the second I start asking questions, it falls apart like 90% of the time. So don't let that happen with your decision-making, right? And then understand that like it, it's a very different thing when there's money on the line, right? Or there's people's jobs on the line. It's a very different thing it's a very different business model uh, or decision-making model, right? Because you don't get to just come in and say, ah, oh, let's just try it and see what happens. Because a lot of people can get affected. You can lose a lot of money. You can like turn off like the public. You know, there's just there's just so many negative consequences. I'm a firm believer in Kaizen. It's a Japanese me- method of small continuous tweaks. You know, and that's something I, I've believed in since the beginning of this industry until, I mean, shit, I, didn't even, I, I believed in that philosophy for about 17 years before I even knew there was a term for it in in japan um and it's beautiful and it what the whole idea of it is make a decision um and and like do it small right so if you have to pivot slightly you can pivot really quick right but if you're making these big giant sweeping decisions it's really hard to pivot and turn the ship again right so you don't want to get that bloat you don't want to get after it and 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 have to do all of all of the like, uh, cleanup from making a bad decision. So make those small continuous tweaks. Right. And then getting back to that thing is like, understand that, you know, if you're, if you're working for somebody or you're working with somebody, however you want to think about it, right? Like you understand that when they have money on the line and they have jobs to think about and people's families that need to eat and they have to think about that, right? It's a much harder decision. So when you come in and you're like, why did they just do that? Right? Like, you understand that like there's never a fucking moment in history where they haven't already thought about what you're talking about, right? Just have that kind of empathy, right? We're always talking about empathy in the world, empathy, empathy, but no one seems to have want to have empty, empathy for the people that they work with, for the people they work beside, for the people they work for, right? Like start there, start becoming better humans with that. Now let's get back to the decision-making, right? So now I have a decision to make, Right, and I've thought about it like through the ages. Like, okay, does it work? Does it work now? Does it work later on in a, a year interval, a three-year interval? Right, and then get back to it, and then ask yourself this question: Would I bet on it? Would I bet on it? Right? Would I put money on the fact that this would be right? Right? That's how you know if something's right. A lot of times, like people will come up to me and and they'll like uh, they'll tell me some crazy fucking. right like yesterday I I, this is so funny yesterday I um I was talking to someone um about crabs about soft shell crabs and I explained to them you know like the process of the crab molting and and leaving its shell and that sort of thing and and um and they were like that's not that's not how it (laughs) works and it's like okay, like I love crabs. I cook crabs like every Sunday for like half of the year. Like I'm super into blue crabs. Like would you, are you willing, if you're telling me I'm wrong, are you willing to bet on it, right? And then if it's like, oh, wait a second, I haven't actually researched that. Well, understand that's literally fucking everything and every bit of information you hear in the industry right now or any industry or the world for that matter. You have a lot of people who are talking. They don't have to be right right like the news media they don't have to be right they can say whatever they want and then brush past it they never have to live up to like being wrong right you don't get that option in in business ownership and and you really shouldn't get that option like in your everyday friend life right like people should hold you accountable that would make you a better person that would stop you from being like so obnoxious right so just understanding that right would you bet on that would you put money on the fact that you're right right if you can do that right it'll it'll definitely make you more pleasant to be around it'll definitely clean up your decision making because you would be like okay well really what that gets down to is hey did i research that subject well enough right and at the end of the day you know you can research something to the bejesus but if you're not willing to like pull the trigger right? And be wrong. You're also in a bad spot. So it it gets really complicated because what you, what the real thing is here, it's like, you do need to make a decision, make that decision, live with it and move on, but pivot fast, right? If, if you make a decision, this is what I like, I I used to get, drove drove me crazy when I worked for other um, salon owners and stuff when I was younger. It's like, they would make a decision, then they would like literally die by the policy. Like you'd be like, you made a decision, and then, like, for the next two years, we're all suffering because of the decision. You know, it's wrong, but your ego doesn't want you to move on, won't let you go, Yeah, I was wrong. Right. But, like, at the end of the day, who cares? Right. Who cares? You're just going to be a bit a better business owner by just being like, Yeah, I was wrong. Let me move on and pivot. Right. Like, the, you're gonna be wrong more often than you're right in this world, right? So the decision making, you you got to make that decision, right? And it's got to be somewhat fast. You got to, but you got to use experience. You got to use research. You gotta, you gotta really think through the process and and think about it from every different perspective. You know, in the salon, that's that's what I see the most is um sometimes kind of left by the wayside as people people will like think about it only from their own perspective and they don't realize like, well, okay, but that might help you for like five minutes, but that might not help you for two years from now. But that's really going to hurt the business long term because it's going to hurt every single other apprentice coming up through that model or whatever. Right. And like, I know it's hard to not be selfish, but like at the end of the day, like what businesses and salons are, they're small little like tribes, like think about them as little villages, like, they're just you're just all like one little tiny village and you're all working together you got some people who are are checking you in foraging for food right you got some people that are doing the hard work the like cutting and and the coloring right they're the one the hunters they're like out there hunting then you got the huntering <laughs> it's just like i'm just making words up um, but I really like it. So they're out there hunting, and then you got the shampoo people who are like, you know, they're out there tilling the fields, making the vegetables, like doing doing the bulk of the heavy lifting, right? Because that, like at the end of the day, that's what that is. That's the hard work, right? And you know, so everyone's playing their part, and then basically you got the Solano and just think of them as the medicine man, right? Like they're just trying to like keep everybody going and swimming in the right direction, right? They're not. They're not evil they're not trying to like soak up every dollar and if they are you shouldn't work for them it's simple as that every relationship is just simple like um both parties have to be winning at all times if they're not then the relationship doesn't work it's simple as that but you can't just like hate them for like putting all the risk up in the world and like getting out there and and dealing with the stress day in and day out let me tell you that's like somewhat valuable i would do anything to go back and make the the money i made behind the chair in my teens Right. And not have any of the stress that I st- that I still have today. Now, I kind of love the chaos of this. So, um, you know, that's the one thing about being a salon owner. You better you better enjoy puzzle solving. You better enjoy the chaos solving because it's a big part of the business. And, you know, and that that either like um, engages you or it doesn't. Right. And so, you you know, if you if you just want to make a lot of money and you just want to like, do your thing. This is the industry for you. If you want to like help lead, help lead a, a tribe, you know, then this is the industry for you. So all of it is basic decision making and making more good decisions than bad decisions um, over the long course. Right? Don't think about it as like a like a, a weekly or a monthly thing. Think about it as like, did I make more good decisions than bad decisions over six months? Did I make more good decisions than bad decisions over a year? It's okay. And if you work for someone and they make a bad decision, it's okay. What's not okay is living and dying by that policy or that decision. Um I, I just I think in our industry, man, we get so wrapped up in the ego. And you don't even have to like, who cares? I like, I don't care about my ego. That's the one thing that I'll tell you that helps me so much in my decision making is I don't care. I don't care that I'm right or wrong. It doesn't matter. What matters is I got to be pushing this thing in the right direction. I got to be always steering the ship in the right direction, right? And that's what you got to do on a daily basis. And then let yourself, let it be okay that you miss every now and then, right? Be, it's okay. Right, but don't miss long. Get back up, flip it, pivot as quickly as humanly possible. Get back on that bus. Get back on that train. Start making good decisions. Right? Get you know that's the whole thing. It's just getting yourself in a headspace. Talk to people. Talk. I, I'm a weirdo. Like I like to think out loud, which gets me in a lot of trouble because I may not actually ever do something, but I like to think about it out loud. Right. Like I I might have an idea where like, oh, yeah, I want to do this with the business. And then I'm thinking about it and I'm talking to a bunch of people and then they're mad that I didn't do it. But like what they don't realize is I started to see the problems three days later. I started to see all of the issues that that would actually hurt them long term um, as opposed to like the short term game. Right. So it really it really goes into that. And I'll tell you, like making the decisions based on you know, the survival and, um, and long-term legacy of a business, right? It's like, uh, right now my whole thing in hairdressing is, is legacy, right? I have a building that I've purchased in Richmond. Um, I have a cheap rent of the one barbershop I have left in, in DC and these things can last forever. They can literally last forever, right? So now I'm like, okay, cool. What's it look like for the next 20 years of me um, kind of behind the scenes running this and putting this in the next younger person's possession, right? Because this is a young man's game. So thinking about exit strategies for you, even though I won't completely leave the business, but those exit strategies and thinking about the legacy long-term. But that legacy all hinges on the fact of like good decision-making. Even even that, just thinking about, I've, I've thought about exit strategy in this industry for so long, it's insane. Like how to... How do you sell a salon? How do you move on from a salon? And then I just realized you can't. No one's buying salons. And if you build one of any value, no one's paying you anything for it because you can't sell people, right? And if you do happen to do it, congratulations, you're you're a beast, right? Like every time I hear someone selling anything in this industry, I call them up and I congratulate them because it is a feat. It's a miracle. It's like a Herculean task to sell one of these suckers. So if someone does it, congratulate them right? Like be happy for him. And honestly, if you want to open a salon, like if you don't yet, if you're listening to this podcast and you don't own a salon and you want to own a salon, go buy one from someone that has it, that's had it for a while. They will sell it. Start, start inquiring with people. Just hit them up. I mean, that's the great thing about Instagram. Just hit them up. Just be like, Hey, you, would you think about it? And here's, what's crazy. You don't even need money like nine times out of 10. You just need to go to them and say, hey, what does a buyout look like? How long can I work for you? How long can I run your business and make you money before you'll give me 50%? Before you'll like split this sucker with me? Before you'll get to give me 25%? You'll be fucking blown away because I talk to owners day in and day out you'll be fucking blown away at how many of them would be willing to to either sell you the space or or move at like move the lease over to you and move on with their lives right they've made their money or or even they don't want the stress anymore there's just so many things what what waiting for a salon to like die is like or like watching salons die is like crazy to me like you see a salon close and you're like that space is just sitting there it's a free built out space like even if you didn't like it, even if you thought it was the most hideous space ever, it's a free built-out salon, right? You can spend forty, fifty grand on the space to to remodel and like make it pretty again, right? And then you just opened a salon for fifty grand as opposed to four hundred. Like, don't be fucking stupid. Um, that that just hits on all of that. Just hits on good decision making. So just thinking about it like long term. So I'm gonna leave it at that. It's a game of good decision making. Think about that. Hit me up if you um if you have any other things. I got a I got a long list of topics that I want to like uh, chat about. I'm trying to keep these in the quick hitter type of things, um, so we can get in, get the information, and uh, and move on. And hopefully, uh, you guys get something from it. Um, my mind is a kind of a stream of consciousness type of thing, so. Um, you know, I know I can jump around a lot. So I hope you, uh, I hope you enjoy it. I hope you actually think that that's uh, kind of fun. So, um, thanks again for listening in and, um, I appreciate it. Hit me up if you want to talk about anything and, uh, hope you're, uh, hope you're enjoying life these days. <laughs> Guys, thanks for listening in. Really appreciate it. Uh, thanks for taking the time to care about the industry. It, it matters more now than it ever has before. Please review this podcast if you're so inclined, and if you like the content and the information that we shared today, please take it, make it your own, distill it, skill up, and whatever you do, please take the time to pass it on to the next generation.